Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Cobra! and gentlemen, welcome to episode 79 of An Elegant Weapon. My name is J.M. Clark, the Jedi Ross. I am your host, I am potting my cast, and I am flicking my vic. Your love of the halfling's leaf has clearly slowed your mind. Welcome back everybody, it's fantastic to be hanging out with you yet again. 79th time, man, we're getting up there, eh? It's almost fucking, it's almost crazy times up there. Uh, how's everybody doing? I hope you're all doing fantabulously well. Uh, it's been an exciting few uh, episodes on the show. We've been on a comic book cavalcade of craziness. We went from Human Comics to The First Hero to Tart to Nick Francis and Jay Webb, Nemesis Studios. They're talking about the bat. A whole heck of a lot, and it's been fantastic times. But uh, I thought it was about time that we kind of swung her back around this way and took things a little back to a galaxy far, far away. So I thought, hey, let's bring back uh, another installment of Christie's Cantina. But lo and behold, events have occurred. Drama has unraveled, you might say. So you'll notice conspicuously that I shall be referring to this segment for a while as the Cantina. What went down? What happened? Was it anything crazy? Was it a good thing? Was it a bad thing? Well, there's no reason to wonder too much because you're going to find out in just about a minute or two or several others. But uh, everything's good with Christy, but uh, there's an exciting new announcement we have for her once the cantina begins. So in the meantime, I am joined by her co-host on her Star Wars podcast, Naboo Brew, also on the Points of Interest podcast network, Sorta Geek, at Sorta Geek, Francis Fernandez. And he joins me for a little chat him up about a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff because there's been a lot of news trickling out. It's still, of course, a lot of conjuncture and a lot of gossip and a lot of rumor, but it's fun to get excited about it, isn't it? So me and Francis get together. We chat about casting. We chat about the new Rebels cartoon. We chat about uh, Jedi and marriage within the Order. We have an interesting, awesome, good time conversation. So uh, that's what we'll be laying down so, uh, without further delay, ladies and gentlemen, may I please uh, introduce the next installment of The Cantina. Yo, what's up? This is Daniel Logan. You are listening to An Elegant Weapon.
Hey kids, how's it going? You'll notice the past couple episodes, uh, it's been a little bit since we've had a Christie's Cantina segment on the show. And that's because to our great surprise and happiness, Christie is going to be dark for a while because Christie's getting married. Yay! So uh, that's super awesome, and we're all very thrilled. But uh, due to you know wedding plannings and this and that kind of thing, uh, she's going to be time constricted. So uh, what I've basically done here is Christie's actual podcast of her own uh, Star Wars podcast. Fellow POI member would be a podcast called Nabu Brew, and uh, her co-host, I'm sure you're all familiar with, is Mr. Francis Fernandez. <laughs> and uh, so what I've done, what I've done is for uh, Christie's Cantina this week, I've brought in the next best thing, <laughs> and that is uh, her co-host on Nabu Brew, uh, Francis. Thanks for hanging out, man. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And uh, I will fully admit I'm two episodes behind on Nabu Brew. Oh, it's all right. The the two episodes you're behind are the announcement of her going and being dark and going and getting married. <laughs> so uh, you're yeah. not missing too much on that one. And this last uh, episode right now, uh, I did a with Josh, uh, Josh Hawks, uh, the you know the proprietor of Points of Interest. So we did an episode uh, together. Um, and we are announcing in this episode that we're doing kind of a monthly thing until she comes back. So for the next few months, it'll be a points of interest full Nabu Brew where we get a bunch of the crew like yourself. And uh, we're going to be discussing mm-hmm. the big news, the heavy stuff that's been going on around the Star Wars universe. Which has been unrolling a lot lately. So, yeah, that's uh, that's super excited. I'm very excited to be a part of that. So, oh, yeah. uh, so basically what we'll do for a couple months because uh, – Christy will be away, is the cantina will just be simply for now the cantina. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hopefully Francis is willing to come back and, uh, you know, chat things up here and there. For sure. And, uh, you know, we'll just keep things rolling along because it's it's my way really is because, like, An Elegant Weapon is not a Star Wars po- podcast. Mm-hmm. It was never intended to be such. There's just been great conversation because I'm such a big fan and it's kind of named with a Star Wars name. But I do enjoy to talk about it. So to kind of the reason I wanted to do the Christie's Cantina was to kind of keep me focused. So, you know, at least every couple episodes, I would have that reason to be reminded to be like, OK, yes, talk some Star Wars, you know, because there's so much fun stuff out there to talk about. Sometimes we'll go a while without even mentioning it. So uh, and also listening to Naboo Brew always gets me going too, right? Right. Because <laughs> I listen to you guys talking and I'm just like yelling at my yelling at my radio, so Yeah, well, you know, you're the uh, you're the expert on the EU and we don't really talk about that stuff too often. <laughs> you talk about it more than you think. It yeah. comes up quite often and it's really starting to get muddled what counts as EU and especially with the cartoons and stuff, right? Right. Yeah. It's hard to it's hard to kind of differentiate because it, it there's so much of the EU that's kind of embedded in what's now considered Star Wars canon anyway. Yes. So it's kind of difficult to see, you know, to say, well that's not really what happened, but at the same time we can't just stick to the movies anymore. We just can't say the movies are it. That's the only thing we can count as canon. Everything else is just, you know, fluff or whatever. Or yeah, absolutely. Well, the Clone Wars really did that. The Clone Wars solidified that. People ended up liking that cartoon so much. They were like, yeah, this is canon, you know, and it drew heavily from the expanded universe, you know? Sure. Yeah. Heavily. And now we, I mean, now we have an Ahsoka who's like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you get that one tweet that I sent you? I didn't get a response about it. 
oh. uh, with the lightsaber pictures. Oh, I did. I did. Sorry about that. It's been no, uh, it's okay. Busy, yeah, a couple of weeks. But... It's just funny that I heard you guys. Uh, you guys were talking on Nabu Brew about George Lucas's super live adventure, mm-hmm. which was that Japanese crazy thing they did. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was probably about seven years ago that I found on eBay these two lightsabers from that event, and that's the picture I sent you. And the little you can see the little that's round so cool. tags hanging off there. <laughs> yes, I did. I see that. I yeah, that. it says George Lucas's Super Live Adventure. So I got all excited when I heard you guys talking about that because I was like, I have lightsabers from that. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, you know, that's definitely a collectible right there. I'm, I'm impressed because I have nothing. <laughs> well, it really like it was it was it was absolutely. I'll admit it. It was a perfect excuse to actually flaunt my a piece of my collection because mm-hmm. people here I have a lot, but I don't just have like you know a lot of like you know I've got some like cool ones like i've hunted for nice ones it's not just a a volume collection it's a it is a piece collection you know what i mean yeah and that's a pretty obscure reference i mean that I, did, I had no idea that thing existed like i didn't know that was a thing ever and and to find out that that's real and that you actually have something related to it <laughs> from it i'm like oh yeah. wow <laughs> that's... i'd never heard of it till i found them on ebay mm-hmm and I was like, what the shit are these? Like, <laughs> I must own. And they still had the tags on them. And That's the best you know. part. Yeah, well, they're, I, I'm very careful with those because, you know, not many of my lightsabers have. Because it's just the the thin gold, like, stretch band. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That That's, like, tied in a knot through, oh, right. like, a, through a cardboard, like, you know, a car, round cardboard Oh, logo. that's cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, the logo's cardboard. I mean, I thought the lightsaber yeah. itself was cardboard. No, they're they're. They're plastic. They're, oh, they're full plastic. on okay. plastic toy. Put batteries in, light up. <laughs> oh, you That's actually lit, lit them up then? I haven't lit these guys up. Oh, um, I I, I don't want to undo them, kind of thing. <laughs> no, understood. understood. But uh, you know, it's it's cool to have them. Yeah, I'd never heard of it till that came up either. But oh, that's uh, great memorabilia. I love that. That's awesome. It's fun to have, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's cool. And you guys all got me thinking too, because you guys were talking a lot about the. You guys have been talking a lot about everything. Yeah, you yeah. and I were just talking about. I just uh, today finally watched the trailer for for Rebels. That ten second trailer. <laughs> um, it's, it's or it's a it's like it's what fifteen seconds total. No, there's another one other than that now. Oh, really? I missed that. Yeah, one. Yeah, there's a longer one. Okay. Yeah, you're talking the teaser, which I watched yeah. the teaser and then I watched the trailer, which was oh. very 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 strange, Francis. Okay. Um. Different art style. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Reminiscent because it's CGI. It makes you think Clone Wars. It's not that far off, but definitely weirder looking. <laughs> it kind of, you know, I, I, I like that they're they're changing it up so that it kind of, uh, it's like a introduction to a new era. You know, this is not, the, you know, this is not the, the time where things were kind of going right for the Jedi now. It's just it's yeah. darker. It's got the... Um, I mean, even, you know, the reveal of the the, the the new villain, the reveal of the Inquisitor. Uh-huh. I mean, just seeing this guy, uh, <clears throat> you could just tell it's it has that. They, they have stormtroopers behind the guy. They show the image of the Inquisitor. Well, it's gotten very confusing now with this new trailer. Oh, really? So yeah, tell me about the trailer first before I talk about this villain. I'm, I'm curious because yeah. I haven't seen it. Well, Vader's in it. Right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. There's a shot of Vader. Okay. There's also quite a few shots of Jedi. Including, maybe it's not him, 
but Mace Windu. Fuck you. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. I can't get upset if it if it is Mace Windu. Technically. Because I have always gone off the theory mm-hmm. that he just, of all the ways that I've seen or heard of Jedi die, mm-hmm. being blasted out a window is not the worst one. Right. And he has the Force. He is a strong, powerful Jedi Master. And could he have somehow survived being blown out that window? It is definitely more plausible than some of the other ways other Jedis and Boba Fett's have survived. And the thing is, you don't see the body. You don't really yeah. get to see him die. Exactly. You know? exactly. Uh, and Darth Maul can come back. Mace Windu could survive that. Yeah, if he can... You know. It's being split in half and he survives. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty yeah. impressive survival yeah, for sure. So that it's it's other than that, it's very it looks very Jedi and like Star Wars. Like it's fucking it's it's X Wings and, and Star Destroyers and yeah. Stormtroopers and all that good stuff, yeah. But what rubs me the wrong way is the fact that there's Jedi. <laughs> me too. Really now I can forgive me. it a bit. There are stories of him having to hunt down the last of them, right? Which is cool. Go ahead. There's a few Jedi scattered. Got to hunt them down, take them out. Cool. Mm-hmm. That that fits with things. But in the way this the trailer kind of made it sound, it even said the Jedi will rise. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and I was like, no, they fucking won't. No, they're they're, <laughs> they're supposed to be, if anything, close yeah. to being dead. You know, at, yeah, at least yeah. close to being wiped out, which is... And I'm talking very few. Like, I've, I can maybe count four or five Jedis uh, around around five is a rough number of Jedis I've heard of that survived. Is that including uh, that's, that Obi-Wan and Yoda? That's not including okay. Obi-Wan and Yoda. Okay. So there's been very few. Um, and, and when I say survived, I mean, like, even though some of them got killed early in the purge. I'm saying, okay, Order 66. Execute Order 66. Right. I can think of about five Jedi that I can think of that survived Order 66 other than Obi-Wan and Yoda. Wait, that you see on screen surviving Order no, 66? No, no, these are other stories, comics mainly. Okay. Uh, there's a couple couple comics that are one shots mm-hmm. about uh, Vader hunting down a Jedi. Okay, like there's two in particular that it, it starts. Vader flies to a planet, lands on the planet, hunts down a Jedi. They fight and he kills the Jedi and leaves. Okay, <laughs> okay. That yeah, works. yeah. It's called Purge. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to see it out there, it's a Darth Vader's Dark Horse Star Wars comic. It's called I've Purge. Seen it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he just goes out and fucks up Jedi. So, and that's the thing. I mean, that's you know, that's where the Inquisitor comes in because he's apparently the guy that Darth Vader hires to hunt down the surviving Jedi. Mm-hmm. This is some. This is an assassin who happens to hold a double bladed lightsaber. Oh, are they? They can't let it go. Eh? They can't. <laughs> no, he he has somebody has to dual wield something, or he has to have. There has to be some kind of weapon like that. So this guy has it. And he's the he's the actual I guess at least for the first season or however number of seasons he survives, he'll be the main villain of uh, Rebels. Interesting. Which makes me wonder how much of the main cast of Episode Four, you know, like Darth and Obi Wan and Yoda, are we going to see if anything? Because if they're going to be out in well, if especially Obi Wan and Yoda, if they're out in hiding, you you technically will never see them in Rebels because Leia is in the trailer. Leia's in the trailer. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I have a bad feeling about this. And 
Leia, oh, no. it, it's uh, it's very strange because it's either a recreation of when she's putting something in into R two, uh-huh. or a similar type situation. It can't be but there's that a late, scene, yeah. yeah. There's a scene with her kneeling in front of R two, and then she pulls out a blaster. So I don't think it is actually meant to be that scene. But Leia is grown up and Leia ish in this show. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't make sense that there would be Jedi running around. Right. So I, there, there could be flashbacks or flash aheads. Who knows how they're going to do it? Mm. But it's it's very weird clippage. That's why I'm saying that the teaser, uh, the trailer was very confusing. I yeah, I think they need yeah. to maybe settle down with that then, because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing this is a video that came out of the New York Comic Con then. Uh you know what? Most likely, yeah. Because I, I haven't sense, seen anything yeah. since, so I mean that's cool. I mean I want to I want to check it out immediately. But... And uh, you heard the news that they're going to release soon the uh, bonus features with the Clone Wars and everything. Yeah, that was the thing that they said they weren't going to do <laughs> was do the bonus features for the Clone Wars. And now, oh they're... really? I'd heard that they were going to do like the uh, just kind of like the added bonus footage just to finish it off, sort of thing, you know? Well, that was for I think the I think there was a uh, September release of some Blu-ray or some DVDs, and then I guess this is the. Maybe the ultimate release or something. I don't the know. The UK UK sticks out in my head for some reason. Like I think it's going to be the UK on the UK release first or something like oh. that. Well, that's good. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad. Like I just want to know what happens to Ahsoka. Like, right. It'd be Do cool if she should live. <laughs> it should let her grow up a bit and be in this fucking Rebels show because that'd be cool. Well, mm-hmm. w- one of the things that they were saying with the Rebel show, at least, was they were going to tie up loose ends from the Clone Wars on the on that show for some reason. They did say that, eh? Yeah. Uh, well, I hope that they do. <laughs> but it's weird timing, man. I don't know how it's going to work out. But So you guys have also been talking a lot about uh, the movie and the casting and such. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sasha Ronan did a, a – I guess she did a reading with a lightsaber. So it looks like she probably did oh, yeah? the Young Jedi. Yeah. Now, who is this? Sasha Ronan was in a bunch of films. The one I remember her the most was in um, Hannah, which was her and Eric Bana. They were like CIA people, and she's just a little kid, and she knows how to kick ass. And she Okay. Just, yeah. Another movie was, uh, I forget the name of it, where she's dead. And she, it's her walking through death, and her parents and family are mourning for. Her. I always confuse it with Winter's Bone, but it's not Winter's Bone; it's something else. Oh, I was about to say Winter's Bone. No, not Winter's <laughs> Bone. It's something else. Um, but Sasha Ronan is she's making a name for herself. Uh, she's uh, she's Irish, so that's fun. But yeah, she's, yeah, that's pretty neat, though. She's making a name for herself. She's been in a bunch of, uh, I guess, more no-name type of or more independent films. Yeah. Do you think um, the script's done then? I think so. Oh, the Lovely Bones was the name of the film that she was in, but uh, no, that's I what I was. Yeah, love. No, wait. What's the we Winter's, said Winter's Bone? Winter's Bone is uh, Jessica. I'm sorry, um, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, okay, I was yeah. thinking the Lovely Bones. So it is that girl. Yeah, she's got a cool, interesting look to her. That could be neat. Yeah, yeah. She has a yeah. she has a very good look, and I think that she'll fit really well as uh, one of the Jedi. Uh, I believe. Um, Oh, Gandhi, what's his name? <laughs> ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley, red for for it too. Yeah. No, really? Yeah. yeah, apparently that could be pretty sweet. That's currently the rumor is that he red for it, and uh, Chloe Moretz is rumored 
to possibly have, but she's denying it. Uh, so there's a lot of rumors as to the casting, but I think that it's done. It's written. They have to do production soon if they're going to do a release yeah. in 2015. So This is very true. You know what? I don't know if I'd like Moretz in it. Um, Something goes negative on an on initial reactive instinct <laughs> on that for me. I don't know why. She's a little – she's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I right. love her. But I don't know. She's a little too uh, – there is something about her. There is something that uh, she's a little overacty for Star Wars. That's what I w- I hope they avoid. You know what I mean? Right. I hope they go with a much mellower acting style this time around. Well, I'm just hoping they'll stick to more actors like Sasha Ronan and maybe not necessarily Ben Kingsley, but more of those unknown names. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah. Absolutely. It's uh. <laughs> it's going to be such a big thing for them, you know what I mean? And then Harrison Ford apparently is still saying that he decided <laughs> whether he's in it or not. Well, he is the only one that isn't training alongside uh, Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill. I mean, apparently the you know they're already in the gym working out to get their their physique back for the new. Movie oh, films. they'd have to be though. He's he wouldn't take as much work. Well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're right there. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> oh, it happens occasionally right. on this show. <laughs> I just I just hope that uh yeah, yeah. He yeah. could just hop right back into it though, pretty much, you know. Maybe. Well, I mean he's done Indiana Jones, so I can't imagine he can't do Han Solo again for sure. Yeah, you know, and it and if it's like a cameo type thing where he's not running around at least, you know, it's not like he looks the part already. Yes, he does. You know what I mean? Where Mark Hamill looks more like he fucking Jabba than he does fucking poor, yeah, that poor guy <laughs> himself. At the, well, I think he'll do it. I think yeah. he'll go ahead. Like he's pretty old. How old's a guy? Sixty something? Who? Uh, uh, oh, um, he's seventy something. Mark Hamill's seventy. Oh, no, oh, 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 Mark Hamill's sixty something. You're right. Yeah, I was thinking Harrison yeah, yeah. Ford. Harrison Ford's seventy something. Yeah, he's like seventy two or something crazy. Yeah. yeah, but Mark Hamill, I think he's just got to his sixties and let himself go. I really think he did. He did. He did. Yeah. He's like, I'm a voice actor. I don't need to look good, but I think he could, he could get into the shape. You know, sure. And he'll be wearing a hood most of the time anyway. Or <laughs> he'll be in Jedi robes the majority yeah. of the film. I'm not too worried about that. And his acting is one thing I'm least worried about. Mm-hmm. And because he's kind of kept those chops up. I don't know if you saw him on Criminal Minds season finale last year. No, I, no, I didn't but see he that. But was, he was the bad guy on it. He was like oh, the cool. psycho killer. And yeah, he was really good. <laughs> he was like a CIA like guy gone crazy. Okay. And uh, no, he did a really fucking good job being like a bad guy on this show. Oh, I'm done with that. And, I like that. Uh, you know, so and he's always been, you know, keeping up his acting and his voice work and everything. Carrie Fisher is the one I'm kind of more worried about. Man. No, I, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you. I <laughs> like, mean... like, will, like, you know, can she act? Like, I know she's still funny and tells a good, spins a good yarn. Sure. Like, you know, but can she like pull off a a thoughtful moment? Like, will she be able to pull off that that? Uh, what something's bothering you, Luke? Moment, you know, like she may have to do. I, I you know, with with the right direction, I think she could do it. it. It's a matter of how much she's on screen and how much they let her, yeah, do her exposition. Yeah. I mean, it really is just a matter of that, and just kind of regulating her time on screen because in all honesty you're i think yeah she is probably the biggest issue because she hasn't acted in a long time 
I think uh-huh. I think she's done cameos in some stuff. Well, you know, now that you mention that, actually, she wasn't horrible, even though it was tiny part. She wasn't horrible in Jane and Silent Bob Strike Back. Oh, yeah, but that was, what, 10 years ago? <laughs> it was a little while ago. Yeah, it's been a while. God, I love that movie. You know, That's they didn't even know they were both in it until they saw it. What? <laughs> Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill didn't know each other were in the movie until they were at the oh. premiere and saw the movie. Oh. I thought they didn't know that they were being filmed, and I thought that's that's hard. You know, no, no, no. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's. They cool. just didn't know each other were in the film, and then they ran into each other at the premiere for it, and we're like, "You're in this?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm in this." Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good little. Kind of, uh, Kevin Smith was like, "Oops." Well, he I has the right. I mean, yeah. Kevin Smith is. He was doing what he, he was doing what he did well, so I'm all for it. That movie, I still consider like. Top three funniest movies of all time. Oh, for sure. I oh, saw that sure. movie at the drive-in, and I missed half of it because I was laughing so <laughs> hard. Like, just fucking... I think when I heard, what the fuck is the internet? I must <laughs> that I must have lost the next five minutes of that movie because I was just fucking... <laughs> just in hysterics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, such good times, man. Uh, one thing I noticed was lacking in the in the trailer for Rebels oh, was sure. the was the Emperor. Really? Yeah, oh. and really, when you think about it, have you heard that anybody's doing any voice work for it or anything? Like, is three PO even in this? I three PO. I think I think R two and three PO kind of have to be in there. Um, yeah. they're in every film. Therefore, R two think... is. I did see R two, but I didn't see three PO at all. Oh, think. he'll he'll be in there. I, I, I don't see a doubt. But as for the Emperor, that kind of makes sense to me because he's pretty much in the shadows for most of the you know original Star Wars and whatnot. I mean, you don't really get to you just see him in holograph or hollow communicator. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to have him in the shadows for this uh, show, I wouldn't be too surprised by. As a matter of fact, I'd prefer it. He, the the main focus should technically be Darth Vader and his, um, his yeah. you know plight to get rid of the rest of the. Jedi. I was not a fan of the animation of Vader that I saw. Of who? Oh, Vader. Oh, Vader. Really? Yeah, very skinny looking. Yeah, it looks like they're returning to. I mean, they they, they were kind of stick figurey and. Yeah, but this is yeah, but they were still the Vader. I would see not this like very skinny neck kind of thing. Like, yeah, it's kind of kind of weird, man. It's definitely different, but you know, I'm gonna wait till I see it. I'm not gonna start going crazy with it now. (laughs) It wasn't like I I did. You know what? I'm I kind of found that with Beware the Batman too. Have you seen that? I haven't seen. I saw the uh, trailers for it, and I'm not. I'm not a fan. yeah, he's kind of skinny-ishy in that too. It's I, I don't know what they're doing with the CG cartoons, but they're doing things kind of weird. He's kind of top-heavy, like his shoulders are really broad, and then it comes down to this really narrow point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and... like it's like Barbie doll styles in a weird, weird way. So even his face is kind of like that. The Batman's face has that very narrow. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a fan. I don't think I. I haven't seen it though. I mean, maybe it's great, but I haven't. I, don't I haven't seen it myself either. I've just seen like the trailers and stuff. But I mean, I saw like a snippet today, and I was like, ah, he looks kind of weird. He looks very. He almost looks more like Batman Beyond, but with a cape, you know. Yeah, uh, but Batman Beyond was, I think, a better styled. I think they they didn't go to the extremes as as where the Batman is. It's just a yeah. little, it's a little much, and to see cool that stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. to see that Star Wars is going down that path. I mean, we won't really know until they're 
actually showing it, I guess. Yeah. I, I, much like you, I'll reserve judgment. And uh, so I also heard you guys talking about the Star Wars. I Yeah, I haven't gotten the second comic yet. Weird, eh? Have you read the two? Yeah, I've read the first. Oh, the first, okay. So weird. I... I didn't dislike it. You seemed more off put by its weirdness than I did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because I was very like, I read it as if it was the very first time Lucas was like sitting under a tree eating an apple somewhere. Like, <laughs> ah, this sounds cool. And here's just total. It, it's, it reads like one of those like young people's stories where it's just, they're throwing shit out there and they're just, yeah. it's an immediate first time rough draft through, you know? I think that's what kind of gets to me. It, it's it, it's not just the writing and the, and some of the dialogue, but some of the art as well kind of throws me off to, um, uh, was it uh, Anakin? No, not Anakin. Uh, who's the father? I forget the name of the, the father of Anakin. Yeah, me too. I can't uh, remember. That guy and uh, Luke, they look, a lot, they look exactly alike. They're like twins. It's yeah. unbelievable, <laughs> except one has gray hair and one has brown. Pretty much. And, it's just it's the little things like that that throw me off. The story is a little strange. Where I kind of like the story. I'm kind of I think it's kind of neat. I think it's I think it's it's way more different than I thought it'd be. Like from the star from Star Wars. Yeah. Like much more drastically different than I thought it would be. And I think that's what throws me off. I mean, you know, it, it, I'm used to hearing the Empire be one thing, and now the Empire is actually two things. Yeah, true. I think I'm enjoying it as a thing on its own. It's hard for me to disconnect, and I think that's my issue. I really need to take a step back and be like, okay, this is not, <laughs> this yeah, is not, yeah, the, yeah, you yeah. Know, the whole. So I'm having that's the only thing, but I, I can definitely appreciate that you're. I'm glad that you're getting something out of it. I mean, I'm, I'm kind I'm, of getting something out I'm, of it. I'm, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like, say they took the Star Wars parts out of it. Like, say they renamed Anakin and this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I would think I would dig it as like a comic on its own. Like, you know, I think it's kind of a cool enough story, even though I would probably read it and think this reminds me of something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It does have a, <laughs> luckily they did stick to a lot of some, a lot of at least familiarity in the names and the look. Uh, but I think I reserve judgment always with comics, especially ones um, that are limited to at least the first two or three. Yeah. If it doesn't get me by the third issue, I'm probably not going to finish it, even though it's only an eight episode, an eight issue run. I'm like, I don't know. I can't. I don't know if I can make no, myself. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Do the rest, but I'm 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 going to keep going ahead as far just because you know I'm at that point. So that's what you got, kids, on the Star Wars. You got a meh and a meh. <laughs> right. <So. laughs> Good reviews. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to hear a cool, quick little story? Please. I was on a podcast a while back called Ger- Geek Girl Nerd Boy. Okay. And it's uh, they're on the Fanboy Inc. Uh, family there. Yeah, and uh, Tom is the guy, is one of the co-hosts, and this girl, Aaron, but it's mainly Tom who, who does the show. Okay. And uh, he's out of L.A., uh, now living in Baltimore. And he uh, he sends me a shout on Twitter like two weeks ago, and he's like, hey, man, we're coming up to Toronto to see my aunts. Um, you know, you want to hang out or pod or something? I was like, shit, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So on Saturday last, today is Monday, Thanksgiving. Actually, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to the universe. Happy Canadian Thanksgiving, eh? Yes, happy, and, <laughs> happy uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
And he came up with his lovely, lovely wife. And uh, we hung out. And uh, I took him to Silver Snail, Toronto's, like, big comic shop. And he did something I know you will grandly appreciate. (laughs) He did himself a little mini Scott Pilgrim tour. Oh, nice. He went to Casa Loma, Lee's Palace, Pizza Pizza, Second Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Like the easy spots, you know. Of course. Yeah, yeah, but he spent quite a few hours at Casa Loma, which is the big castle he fights Chris Evans at. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and really good dude, really nice people, had a fantastic time. Just, you know, I showed him around Toronto, some parks, some breweries, some, you know, convention center. We went to Wayne Gretzky's restaurant to to watch the Leaf game. And uh, really good times. So it's really cool that for the first time, someone I've met on Twitter or podcasted with or whatever, I've met, you know, for realsies. Oh, yeah. I'm jealous, <laughs> dude. I'm jealous. I and, mean, and it was super awesome. cool, man. I was a little nervous. I really was because we've only mm-hmm. like talked once or twice. But, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, super good people. Like, I, you know, I wish they lived here. I'd hang out all the time. <clears throat> Where are they coming out of? Uh, Baltimore. Or not oh, Baltimore, okay. but Maryland, you know. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so they were up to visit their aunts and here on the perfect weekend. Gorgeous weekend. Like, the sun was shining. It was beautiful outside. So, you know, pints throughout the day, comic books, did some podcasting in the park. So podcasting I, in the park? Did yeah, well, he <laughs> he had a H4N, mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, the Zoom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we just sat in the park out, uh, out in Toronto, a nice park, the one we go to across from the convention center for Fan Expo. And, you know, we just hit record, and we hung out, and we did some podcasting there. So, you know, it was, uh, but it was really neat to meet someone I've, you know, you know what I'm saying, like the Twitter and the podcasting universe. Sure. You know? I mean, I know I haven't done that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. I haven't met anyone yet. I hope to change that some someday soon. But yeah, that's no. That's well, all, we're that's spreading awesome. to the point that almost anywhere we go, there might be someone close enough to just be like, "Hey, <laughs> want to get a pint and podcast?" You know, and people do have a tendency to avoid the West Coast, though, for some reason. <laughs> like I still, you know, I mean, it's it's been it's been a little rough for me. It's <laughs> just far away. It is. It is. No, I, I've only I been to Vancouver once in my life, too. You know, like. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, the whole three hour difference, the whole six hour flight, I can appreciate that. No, for sure. <clears throat> it was, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a long time, but uh, definitely I'm going to get out there someday, some tier year, you know. Some, <laughs> I got to see California, that's for sure. I got to oh. see Hollywood. Hollywood. Before you die, there is something you should know about us, Lone Star. What? I am your father's, brother's, nephew's, cousin's, former roommate. What's that make us? Absolutely nothing. Which is what you are about to become. So he's also said, J.J. Abrams has said he he's going to do Post in L.A. Right, yeah. Yeah, with the Bad Robot Studios, I guess, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, that New Mexico, I think, were the two places he was going to do Post. New Mexico? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, the only reason why I remember that is because Breaking Bad, you know, is in New Mexico. So like, right, yeah. right, right, right. Now, he's shooting it on 35 mil, right? I believe so, yeah. Uh, how he's... is that going to work with the digital effects, you know? 
I well, they're trying. I mean, oh, you mean adding the digital effects? Yeah, do you think it's gonna? Oh. I wonder how they're, they're doing their best to keep practical. I mean, they want to stay with the practical effects. They really want to avoid going back to to all digital all the time. You know, they their their efforts are to continuously use just real costumes, real you know explosions. Things I like think that. they're gonna do all that, but I think they're really gonna Del Toro it up and the. Fine, fine touches are going to be done digitally. Like, it's going to be humans in prosthetics in this and that, but then there will be slight little, you know, things they do with the digital. I think that's to the extent that they'll use the digital as far as creatures, you know what I mean? It'll be minute, and that's fine. I think that's great. You know, I'm glad that they'll keep it to the minimum. Okay, one last thing before I let you go for the evening. Sure. (laughs) Uh, David Tennant. It's a thing, isn't it? People don't question things. You're saying, mm, it's a thing. As I was yes. doc- watching Doctor Who today, and it mm-hmm. sprung to mind that if I were doing a Justice League movie or a Batman movie or such, and I needed to cast myself a Joker really? or a Riddler, <laughs> I would. one of my first reactions would be to please sit down with David Tennant and see kind of his take on things. I, I can totally see him as a Riddler. The Joker is, oof, now, those are really heavy shoes to fill. Now, I'm going to back this up, though, with, sure. with, a, with what I thought about it. Cause okay. Now, a completely different take on the Joker. Not either of the ones done before. This is the true ragdoll, maniacal-type Joker. I would say to him, I'd be like, literally, you'd be like a ragdoll, clown prince-type thing where you'd be skeletal, and I want your eyes to be beady, like nothing but white and with tiny little beady black dots in the middle. And you can never, I don't want to cover your face in prosthetics, but I don't want to go with just the scars. So I want you to smile this entire fucking movie. Okay. <laughs> that's what I would say to David Tennant. I would make it some kind of nerve damage excuse where his his like his face is literally frozen in like a smile for some like you know maybe it's the same reasons as Jack Nicholson's but not quite as like you know plastic on your face looking you know I would right. want it just to be yeah. more just like a, a smile but no matter what emotion or cra- you're so crazy you don't have to worry about feeling sad or anything but that's what I would want to see and I think it'd be really cool man I. He doesn't. I don't know. I mean, he has. He has uh, definitely the the body for it. <laughs> I don't know if he has the smile for it though. But I can. Uh, I, I'm still leaning towards Riddler on that one. You know, I, I I would like to see him as the Riddler for sure. But Joker, I think even even Ragdoll Joker. Oh, I don't know yet. They're I'd gonna have to. Have to concept. They are gonna have to get to the point where it happens though. They're gonna have to recast it. They do, yeah. I mean, with and, Batman versus Superman, it's going to have to happen at one point or another. Yeah. Now, does this mean Ben is signed on for Justice League? Ben is probably signed on for Justice League. He would have to be, no? Yeah. Oh, no, would, he has to be, yeah. They could not risk it, right? Uh, not again. They can't yeah, do yeah. a third Batman for Justice League. It just... It's too much. Like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it would just confuse a lot of people. So I think this is it. If you're, your yeah. Justice League Batman is Ben Affleck. I was watching Iron Man 3 was on today. Or okay. sorry, Iron Man 2 was on today. 
Oh. And I was just thinking in my head about all the DC and you know how they're kind of like Marvel's like Marvel like they are killing it with the movies they're making, right? Right. But I think that DC still shines in a special way to me for that even though they didn't do with them anything with all their properties for years, they never once even considered giving any of them up. Yeah. And now it really breaks my heart that I'm not going to – that this thing's happening with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch where they're going to be in both these movies as different people and not be able to mention that they're mutants or Magneto's kids in one of them. Right. <laughs> you know, that's just retarded to me. And DC at least can go – now when they finally get the ball rolling, there's nothing in the way. They're not going to – they haven't lost a single like you know hero who might be part of the mix, right? But technically, in the DC universe, you have to erase all of the past films. You have to erase the previous Batmans. You have to erase the previous Superman. Which is their goal now, I believe, though, right? right. That's what I'm saying. Like, even though it's taken forever and they're finally doing it, at least now they can do it without having to fucking, you know. Because, like, where are you going to go? Like, with Avengers, I think we were talking about this before. Like, they had to go crazy with something like Guardians of the Galaxy because where do you go after Avengers? You've done it. Yeah. I mean, they have X-Men technically. They already, you know, they've done a bunch of other, you know, superhero team-ups. Yeah, you're right. I mean, where else is there to go? Do they have, like, X-Men, though? You know what I mean? Like, like Marvel Studios Mm -hmm. can't make a Spider-Man or an X-Men movie. Right. It's owned by That is a serious, you know, kind of blow to the whole thing well i keep hearing rumors that they that in the next avengers movie they're gonna because of the the kind of crossover that they're doing that you might see a cameo done by like wolverine or oh really or whatever i heard there's more there's more chances of it happening with spider-man because the guy the president of sony Mm -hmm. has publicly stated on record in like it within twice in the past year he's like i'm down like i will share him like, if you guys want to do a cameo, we can work out a deal and we'll share him. But for some reason, Marvel won't share. Oh, if they can do – all I would want is one Avengers reference in Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. the Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'd be – that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just have him swing by at least or something. Like, that would be just the greatest thing in the world, you know? So that's yeah. why I'm hoping this all works out for DC because nothing can stop that that ball from rolling once it happens. And you can do so much, you know? Mm-hmm. Imagine one day a Captain Marvel Shazam movie. Oh, oh. but nobody knows who Captain Marvel is. Nobody knows. That. They know who Shazam is if you put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's the cantina for this evening, kids. <laughs> Francis, thank you so much for uh, hanging out and uh, chatting up the wars, bruh. Oh, definitely. It's my pleasure. Um, you can find Francis on Twitter at Sorta Geek. Um, you can find him on the Points of Interest Podcast Network at a little show uh, called At Naboo Brew. Another show called Geek Love Radio. And yet another show <laughs> called A Critical Moment of Awesome. Francis, it's always good times, my friends. Yes, thank you so much. Appreciate it. And remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Always.